Coach, for November 26, 2016. Let's get ready to podcast. You know, one day we'll have to do the mannequin challenge. Yeah, uh, I don't even get that. Hey, it's Saturday morning. We are hopped up on uh, coffee and uh, and post-Black Friday meltdown. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com and joining me from the lovely metropolis of uh, Omaha, Nebraska, the one, the only, Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. How's it going, buddy? Greetings. Happy Saturday morning to you, Dave. I noticed I got a little... A little bedhead still going on. Uh, that's all right. It's Saturday hey, it's, it, is, it is Saturday. Everybody's wearing their sweatpants. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no that, shave weekend it, for me. <laughs> Although I'm going, we're going to the symphony tonight, which is kind of cool. And they are, we're, 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 they're playing the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the symphony plays the oh. orchestra part live. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's cool. They, yeah, well, uh, if you're new to the show, somewhere down here in the bottom right-hand corner, you have a little button where you can ask to be on the show. But I have a question for everyone that uh, that I, I was – you know me. I like to reverse engineer. Anytime you find something that you watch, reverse engineer yourself and ask yourself, uh, why is that? And so I was uh, – sat down last night. I recorded it because I don't have it on DVD, but watched uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. There's our, uh, um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Which of course stars Fred Astaire, who was somebody who was popular when my mom was around, like in her heyday, and uh, Jimmy Durante, as in hot cha 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 Jimmy Durante, who you might know from Bugs Bunny cartoons, maybe. And I was like, okay, why do I watch this every year? Because there's there's that one, there's Frosty, there's Rudolph, maybe if it's on the Little Drummer Boy, and I'm like, why? Is it because of the technology? No, because we have much better technology today is it because of the music eh, maybe did you watch him did you watch him as a kid watched him as a kid and that's the whole yeah. thing i've watched them probably i've seen that and that's the thing that's hilarious i seriously there are times when somebody asked me for my address and i'm still not 100 i think i'm drive not road i i always get flip-flop on that but yet i'm sitting there watching it and i'm literally i know the next thing the guy's gonna say you know and that's how it happened dear that's how it happened. Yeah, I think it, it sparks memories, right? It brings back memories of a, of a different day. I, we never watched those. I don't know. I was a California <sighs> kid, and my parents weren't big on those things, and so I don't like. I don't have any of those traditions. I don't watch. I don't watch any of them. You, I was <sighs> listening to That's, you, and he's gone. Okay, <laughs> and I just didn't. No, I just didn't watch any of them. So. See, that's it. Then it's got to be a tradition because it's, it's. I think it is because it's funny because um, now I, I asked this question on Facebook. And somebody said, we bought the DVDs and we sit down and watch them with our kids. Mm-hmm. And then their kids, because they'll remember the time that they sat mm-hmm. down with their parents, will probably, you know, watch it on their watch or something at that point. <laughs> they will beam it well, on their forehead. My kids might. Um, we have movies that are really close to the family that we quote all the time, but they're not Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And we just don't hold those same credit, uh, Christmas traditions, I think, as a lot of folks do. So like Monty Python and the Holy Grail and oh, Matrix man. and right all these movies we quote from all the time, but it's different. And, and I think if you ask my kids about those memories, they remember those things, their childhood memories. And now they're making their their significant others like you have to watch this. Movie. Oh, that's if it. You're gonna understand my family. You have to watch this movie. And uh, I, I tweeted Groundhog Day this the, a couple times this week off my Twitter account. 
and it's fun. Other people who watch, like they love, there's some great lines in, in Groundhog Day. So it's, I, I just think it's those things that bring us together, right? You, you might be longing for a, a day. That's uh, it. That was long ago. I was laughing because I sat down and I swear, I felt like I wanted to get on the floor and my mom would be right here sitting on the love seat. The Christmas tree was here. We would turn off all the lights and light candles and sit there and just completely Christmas out on it. Um, and it was fun. And I just remember the fact that it was like, hurry up, hurry up. It's on. It's on. Because there was no pause. There was no fast forward. So it was just, uh, but I think a lot of it, it, I think the key to that is how it makes you feel. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, okay. So that's when I was like, okay, so that goes back to, so I'm like, okay, what does it have to do with podcasting? Again, I think sometimes you have to go back and, uh, you know, what does your podcast do for people? You know, is it going to make them laugh, cry, think, groan, something? But um, that's, that's why I think it's important. I think that opening, and this may be just me, but I think what you do when you open the show, mm-hmm. the consistency of that, whether it's consistent to be consistent or not be consistent to be consistent, but the what you do prepares people that first minute or two of your podcast, that it prepares them for what they're about to listen to. It kind of puts them in the mood or puts them in the moment. And I think that's important that we think about those first minute or two in our programs being something that, right, if, listen, if you listen to 200 of them, it kind of starts growing on you, right? Yeah. You kind of get, I mean, you know, hit it, ladies. You say that all the time. <laughs> and we wait for tradition. that. He didn't do that. Like, we'd be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, he didn't He didn't hit the ladies. He didn't we, say hit, the, hit it, ladies. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. No. And if I did it, it wouldn't sound right. Like, it's got to yeah. be you, and you got it. You say it a certain way. I have, at Gallup, I always say the date, you know, mm. uh, recorded on August 15th, 2016. Mm. And I have somebody who at work who makes fun of me all the time when she when she'll come up to me and go 2016. (laughs) But that means they listen to it. Uh, That's true. So they're making fun of it. They've heard it at least once. And in this case, she listens to them all the time. So I again, those little those little radio tricks, the radio people did this all the time, right? Mm. Weather and news on the nines. Yeah, that's it. Like you would get used to hearing that over and over and over again. Traffic and weather on the tens every yeah. hour. Yes. So, hey, Chris asked a question in the chat room. Has anyone heard of our or been approached by hmm, PIPPA.io for free podcast hosting? Well, did you guys hear about podcasts? Is it podcast or podcast.com? Apparently got sold. They came out. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard oh, about this man. on, um, it was either the feed or the new media show. And, uh, that that website has been sold. Remember, because that company kind of is a podcast. I use them. Yeah, I use them. Yeah, and they they've been sold for a undisclosed amount. Well, yeah, you know they've been pretty solid. Yeah. I've used them for two years and free whatever free stuff. Do you know who they got sold to? No, I just and that was the whole thing. It was either I think it was Rob and and Todd were talking about it, and Rob had looked into it and had found it had been sold, but didn't say to who and didn't say for how much. Um, but I've not heard about Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast and it's free. And that again is where I go. Hmm. What are you going to do when there's a problem? Not, I'm not going to not pay you anymore. You, you have no. Yeah. So I would not recommend that. I mean, I did my, my podcasting for free kind of, uh, test there. Was that this year or last year? I forget. And the minute I got it done, the podcast host that I recommended went out of business. Well, they didn't go out of business. They got purchased by somebody else. And 
and they weren't free anymore. In fact, they were, they might as well have gone away. They, they got purchased by, um, I forget the network, but yeah. And the, the big thing now is ad insertion. Everybody has, and it's what's hilarious about it. Like Omni studio, um, awesome. Sound, um, Lipson even has ad insertion, but they're all, it's always an asterisk contact us for more information. And Todd and Rob did a great uh, episode last week on the new media show explaining how expensive that is. And that's why you have to contact most of these providers because to swap out all your entire back catalog takes up a lot of server resources and other things. And that's why anybody, it sounds like, and so this is, this is my guess, this is not a fact, but anybody that does that, that allows you to use their system to insert ads is going to ask you for some sort of extra fee because it's not cheap apparently. So uh, that was, uh, that was interesting that I, I'm seeing more and more. And the other thing that's missing, um, cause I saw where above cast, not above cast, something cast. It's like ad cast. I don't forget what they partnered with Potomatic. And I was like, well, that's great. But what, what I really want to see is I want to see one of these, advertise, I mean, that's it, Adver, advertise cast, something like that. All these websites that are popping up saying, here, you can get ads for your, your podcast. I want to see them partner with like an advertising agency, not with, we don't need more podcasters. We got plenty of those. What we need are advertisers. And it's kind of like, hmm, okay. Cause they're like, yeah, we partner with Podomatic. I'm like, good. And they're going to bring you, that doesn't help me at all. That helps them. Maybe the one and only Chris Nessie from uh, house of ed tech. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. So what? So, it, how are we going to pronounce it? Pipa, Pippa? I've been calling it Pippa. Okay. Like the princess's sister. Makes sense. Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. Like Whole new world. So, <laughs> so they, the CEO had emailed me and was like, saw your podcast. I get this email a lot. Right. Saw your podcast and we'd love to have you come over to our platform. But I'm a happy, very happy Lipson customer, so I'm not going to do that. So I got them to give me an account, and then I threw up uh, a la Dave, an experimental podcast, um, for their free hosting. So I asked them Dave-like questions, such as, how is this free? How long will it be free? And their response was, quote, Pippa is a startup dedicated to making podcasting simpler and more profitable for content creators. In a few months, we will launch our ad marketplace, which will allow podcasters to sell ad spots to advertisers if they choose. At that time, Pippa will take a percentage of the ad revenue. We are committed to providing free hosting and analytics to content creators for the lifetime of their podcasts, whether or not they choose to sell ads on our marketplace. So that was the answer to that. I also asked them, if someone wanted to leave you, do you offer 301 redirects? Do you support people leaving the platform? To which they said, in the event you wish to leave for any reason, we will help you switch to a new host and implement redirects promptly. Hmm. Um, I also asked, once an episode is uploaded on your platform, could I still integrate it on a self-hosted WordPress site and use a PowerPress or any, any other type of plugin? To which he said, not really sure what you mean, but I did figure it out, so... When you upload an episode to the Pippa platform, you get the direct link to it, okay. and then you can paste that into PowerPress or right. uh, the show I'm experimenting with. I'm using Simple Podcast Press. Mm-hmm. 
So just pasted the direct link in. Nice. And submitted it to iTunes. So that, that show is up there. And then they said, yes, that they do provide links to the MP3 files. Nice. I downloaded it. They changed the name of the file. Of course. But everything else about the file is still the same in terms of the metadata that I encoded it with and the bit rate and all that stuff. Cool. Interesting. I'll give them nine months. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to be a, but here's the thing. They're going to, they're going to say, all right, our, our sponsor thing is open and then there won't be any sponsors. We'll see. Now I, I'm, I'm literally behind the scenes. I'm like, come on, maybe these guys know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. But I mean, that's what above ah, advertised cast. I have to remember what I'm, I'm going to go. Well, with and our sound is the same, same. Concept. Exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. all, yeah, advertise well, there's cast. Money there. There's there's money there to whoever figures this out, right? That's I mean, it. There is there is money in this space. I mean, taking small podcasters and connecting them. This is what Todd's been trying to do behind the scenes forever, yeah. right? And it's super hard. This is why it hasn't just rocketed. I mean, Todd, I think uh, Todd does probably pretty well in that area, but it's really hard to connect these small. And then everybody wants to you got to scale it. You got to make it automatic, which is why ad, ad insertion has become so important. So. Everybody's figuring. I, I like what we're doing here. We just we, we need to settle in and figure out what works, and then and go for the whole problem with these. Right? Is we've been we've been teaching podcasters to get their own hosting and control their own feed and all those other things. And to get this done, they have to have the feed. Right? They have to. They can't take your feed and insert stuff in feeds they don't control. Yeah. So that's the big drawback. Is we have a whole generation of podcasters who we've been teaching to to control everything. To these get to make a lot of this work, you got it. They have to control it. Yeah, that's well. I know um, Awesound and Omni Studio. All these people they're saying they have this extra metric of how long people are listening. And for the record, Omni Studio doesn't have that in their dashboard. That's why I signed up. I wanted to see this great. It's not in there. It's like I don't know where they're spouting this, but it's not. I don't see it anywhere. Um, Awesound showed me that you can get that stat, so I might uh, play with them. But the whole thing relies on you using their player. And then yeah. for this yeah. thing, you've got to use their feed, and it's just like as long as they can redirect it. But hmm, very interesting though that. Uh, and I'm with you. I get a lot of stuff, probably once a week. Somebody like, would you like to try this thing? And I go over and look at it. There was one. It was really weird that submitted your podcast to different directories, and it was a monthly thing. And I'm like, you do that once, and you're done. Like, why would? But it was where it, it added your ID3 tags. That was it. It would upload your file to your host, add your ID3 tags, and I think make a tweet and a Facebook thing for it. And I'm like, Lipson does all that now f for free. And then with, you know, um, with Blueberry, you can have it add your ID3 tags as you upload it. And I was like, why would somebody pay $20 a month for something you can get for free? That's where I kind of go, nice product. I don't know if you apparently don't know the market because – you 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 fixed a problem that doesn't exist anymore. Well, but think about how many people pay for SoundCloud that don't see Chris. Sorry, that's, that's, <laughs> we don't know if he did that or if it was the system. Could, oh. could have been. Could have been. Thank you, Chris. Um, yeah, HouseOfEdTech.com. Right? Please tell me if I said that wrong. There's there's lots of folks that you know, Dave, who don't know. I mean, think about how many jump in that Facebook group and still are asking like microphone and what's the oh, best we got to we got to answer it, it. I, I get it's this every other post i get this every time i fire up my chat 
and somebody comes in, I'm staring going, please don't ask about music. Please don't ask about music. And they'll go, and I can see what they're typing. That's the hilarious thing with, with talk.io or whatever it is. Um, you can see what the other person is typing before they send it. And I'll yeah. see like, I have, my husband has a jazz podcast and I'm like, oh, they're going to ask about, and I understand why. And the answer is no, you can't play the music. You need the permission of the songwriter, the performer, and whoever owns the mechanical rights, which is usually the record label. So the quick answer is no. No, it doesn't matter if it's 10 seconds or not. No, you have to have all those three people. Can't so talk over it. Yeah. Don't, don't, so, yeah no. And I always tell people, but they're, you know, jaywalking is also illegal and people do that every day. So, you know, I have, I was surprised working at Lips and I've only seen one in the 10 months I've worked there, but there was a takedown notice because somebody was playing Eminem in their, their podcast. So yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, just stay struggle. away from it. It's just a struggle that those, you know, I, I would think by now we would have an FAQ that, okay, here's the top three host providers. That sounds here's like a great blog post though. Three microphones. Well, it doesn't, yeah. you can't, you can't do it, Dave. Because I mean, nobody, it, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can't do it. It's just, but you think by now in the community, we'd flushed out everybody who's, you know, I, in the, you know, best microphone under hundred dollars go. I hate those posts. It's like, yeah. come on people search, just take a minute, just a minute. I'm not, I mean, it's great. I love the community that's there, but just take a minute and go through. We've talked about this a hundred times. Yeah. Um, I, I wish so. there would be, cause everybody has the sticky post that like here, don't spam us, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And I think he even says, please use the search button in the upper right hand corner. But, um, as the old saying goes, RTFM, uh, nobody RTFMs. So no, well, and the power in, in groups today are, are <laughs> we've gotten to that point where they need to be selective and moderated in, in, in a heavy kind of way to, to really get a good value out of it. We're you and I are in a group that's that way. That's hmm. just a select number of podcasters. And there's some great content that goes through that. That's not the same thing. So I think we have to kind of move to the next level. These open groups, these open podcaster groups, and, and don't get me wrong, they're great for the for new folks right. who are starting. And they're great for stuff, news but. and updates, and you know, like like a Pippa thing might might, might be somebody in the uh, you know in a Facebook group that might say that. Stephen Jandre says, "I legitimately have been contemplating remove myself from all of those groups." I almost pulled the trigger the other day, but then there's a nugget that comes through. That's exactly that's why I was thinking about this today. Um, I am going to start a podcast probably in 2017. I could not sleep this morning. I, I'm operating on about four and a half hours sleep. I went to bed about 2.30, woke up at 7 and could not fall back to sleep because you know what's coming today? My Black Friday sale, my Amazon Echo shows up. Oh, nice. And um, sometime the day before 8 o'clock. And I found out that you can load the Amazon Alexa app on your phone and the minute that bad boy comes out of the box and connects to Wi-Fi, I'm rocking and rolling with that thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I was looking at all the stuff you can do with it and and here's the thing I don't get. I don't see any podcast about the Amazon Echo. Oh, I'm sure there's a few. I'm in a couple Amazon I'm in a couple Facebook groups. Yeah, that's on. so I I was like I might cuz I'm I'm and I want to careful Dave, careful on this. Well, here's this, the, a, this is a rabbit trail, right? Well, here's the thing is a could I, I don't know that I could use a picture of an Amazon Echo in my artwork because that's, you know, that's their brand that would be kind of, and, and you know, Amazon, man, they'll, they'll kick you to the curb quicker than anybody. I don't know that I could have the word Amazon in the URL. It'd have to be something like Echo Cast, which makes me worried because, you know, next year's model is going to be called whatever the Yodel or something. 
And so I'm, I'm trying to come up with a name and there's, you know, like, uh, uh, Rob Walsh had, um, today an iPhone, which became today an iOS because right. there came out tablets. And I'm like, mm, there's no way to come up with a generic name. And I'm like, mm, all right, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I, it is, it's a wrap. And that's why I was in bed. I'm like going, this would be cool, but it would require me to go out and find new skills is, which yep. is basically apps for the echo. And I'm like, it's a, you know, it's a whole nother time suck. And I can't yeah. do the I can't do the podcast I have now, but it would be one that I'm like I have a couple media hosts I want to kick the tires on, so yeah. I, that that might be one. If you want to if you want to try it out that way and and go, I I've thought about that too, and I don't know if there's just enough. You know, once you get through some of the basic skills, making lists, shopping lists, ordering something, right. firing up some music, you know, using TuneIn Radio, that's another great. That's why you have to have your podcast on TuneIn, by the way, because right. it works perfect with with alexa and uh, i have the e one down here so i won't say its name otherwise it'll start talking about it. <laughs> i don't know that's interesting you could that that i thought that user base would be way more enthusiastic in the facebook groups and they've been they came out there was some conversation and then it's weeks in between hearing anything really? about and in, in facebook yeah hmm, yeah i just have not found that to be that engaging so it's th- a great product so this is going to be like every other christmas gift where you get all excited you open up the box and then later you go yeah okay well you know you say hey echo echo tell me a star wars joke how much did that scruffy nerf herder love the princess he asked for her Han in marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, you heard that, right? So then and you're like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. and there's jokes and some other things. But I don't know if we're all the way to the point yet where it's worth where people really want to hear about the, the, the gadgets that are in there. So I think it's here to stay. Right. AI is here to stay. This this update to Siri or, or Alexa or well, that's- Google now that's here to stay. But I don't know if it's interesting enough to do a podcast about it. That was the whole thing is I'm looking at the skills, right? Which are they're basically these little apps that you can add functionality to your Echo. And most of them are one stars because they are like, you know, hey, Alexa, tell me a fart joke, you know, kind of stuff. I, I did see somebody has, it was something like the cool or the hip something podcast player. And it looked like a producer had actually coded whatever you have to do to make a skill, whatever app that is, for their podcast. And I'm like, ah, that would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but well, it's it's available. Echo, play home. Oh, I should. The, the, when I did this the last time, I got a really oh, weird answer. By Philip Phillips. Well, there we go. So it's going to play. Well, there you go. Echo, stop. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, I would said home gadget geeks and it said home gadget. And then a word that starts with a D that sounds like X. Oh, nice. And I was like, whoa, is there a home gadget? <laughs> yeah, that's not it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa. So I, uh, anyways, but it, it's a great podcast player and you know, it'll do a news, um, you know, echo play my, see, this is where if you mess up, see, that's the, it. Uh, it's not as easy as add this to the grocery list. It's, Echo, tell whatever the app is to add this to the grocery list, I think. Is there actually a grocery – because when I pulled up my, my app without an Echo, it uh, it saw that I had Todoist and something There's else. a shopping list and a to-do list. And, and yeah, so it was like I didn't see a native shopping list. Is that a skill that you have to add? Hey, Echo, Echo, add lots of Captain Morgan to the shopping list. <laughs> I added Captain Morgan to your shopping list. Excellent. 
So now that'll show up. So when my wife's out shopping, it'll say lots. No, she didn't add lots, right. but it'll say Captain Morgan. And there. seriously, so like, hey, wait a minute. We've got some of that already. That feature you just added is why I bought it. When I yeah, heard I could no, make a grocery list, I'm like, that's done. Listen, it's super. We use that a ton. The <laughs> other thing we use it with is the lights. So I just bought some new Philips. We're a Philips Hue family. That's kind of the, yeah. the line of, of lights that we went. And they, they integrate in with the with the Amazon services. And so I just bought two new lights for the living room. You plug them in. They're 15 bucks each. But you plug them in and you can say, hey, hey, Alexa, turn off all the lights or turn on the front door light or turn on the living room lights. And, the, you know, it'll do some interesting things. So I think that part's cool. I just, Dave, I'd struggle to find a way to talk about it for, on a podcast right. for you know, it maybe it just requires a different kind of format than I'm used to. Yeah. So, but anyway, that was, uh, that's coming today. So that's fun. Did you do any Black Friday sailing? I'm looking in the, in the chat room. Um, no, I was, um, I was going to ask you if you, what well, kind of, what kind of Black Friday deals you, you got in on? Well, here's the thing. I, I am so anti-moving shopping earlier and earlier and earlier. And I'm like, I really need to stand up for what I believe in and don't go shopping. Right. Vote with your wallet. And I couldn't do it, <laughs> basically, because first of all, Amazon came to me in my inbox. And that's when I saw that they had the Echo $40 off. And I'm like, oh, that's mm, that's hard oh, to pass up. Yeah. No, and, you, you did a good. good and so I there. buy it. And then on the way home from my brother's house on Thursday night, I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm going into Best Buy. Let's see what they got, because they're open till one. And what's there? The Amazon Echo $40 off. I could have bought it and taken it home. And I'm like, Maybe OK, yeah. Yeah. No, you did the right thing. It's a good, it's a good one. Yeah. So I did that one. And then I was like, oh, and I told myself, I'm not going to open that up until Christmas. That is my Christmas thing to me, you know? And I was like, you're not going to be able to wait till Christmas. What's the point yeah. of that? So then when I was at Best Buy, I bought myself this, um, it's a Y things scale that will wirelessly transmit my weight and body oh, yeah. fat percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be awesome. the thing that I can wait till Christmas to open up. Oh. And then I, um, what else did I get? Cause that was. Was that a deal? That was a deal. Those are normally like over a hundred bucks and it was like 72, um, which was a weird price. I'm like 72, not 71, not 69, not no 72. Um, and then the other thing I then had to buy because I think my other one is dying is I have a Ninja blender and I, I make this um, uh, protein drink thing that gets really, really thick. And the one day I thought something was spilling out of the cup and I pull it up and it's, and I go, Wait a minute. Now, mm, this this reminds me of electronics class. And so when thing when that thing has to work really really hard, it now smokes. And I'm like, okay, that'll be. It's going to turn into like a Samsung tablet. In my my Ninja Blender is going to burst you into flames. The, you burned out the bearings. And again, Best Buy had a deal on that. And I'm like, all right, well, I didn't plan on spending this much money, but so I I, I will wrap that and give it to myself. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I find Black Friday is really good for software utility stuff. So antivirus yeah. or or any mal uh, the you know, the malware bytes or any malware. Some of those kinds of things back up a Cronus or or some of those things. Uh, uh, Drobo runs deals on their equipment. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good time. If we talked about this last week, but the holidays are a good time to make sure you're backing things up and things are getting to the cloud. Crash plans another one that sometimes runs Black Friday deals. This is yeah. the time of the year. So I try to get in. I think I got in on, I used Bitdefender for my Windows PCs. And I think I got um, like three PCs for 40 bucks for a year or yeah. something. And that's that's good enough deal for me. I know Adobe Audition had a deal. Um, the mobilepro.net had a deal where it was like 70% off. It's interesting how you know you're being manipulated by 
media is the we've talked about this before the fear of missing out FOMO mm-hmm. and I was sitting there on Black Friday going eh, mm, you know and so I was like wow that's really powerful because you just they you know Black Friday sales are going on and I'm like you know Best Buy didn't send me a flyer in the mail I'm like the only way I'm going to know is if I go there so yeah it's it's powerful it's yeah. a powerful powerful and they know it you know Thursday morning, I went out and got the paper, and it was, you know, in Omaha, we that paper sells for four fifty. <laughs> so, you know, wow. the thick, yeah, the yeah. Thick, yeah. I used to and, deliver those things. I remember that. <laughs> oh, super heavy, right? I need to give my 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 uh, carrier a tip just for bringing it to my door. Yeah, but we got it through, and I looked through a few, and I just it's too much for me. It's just it's too it's just too much, and. Here's the deal. They rerun those in a lot of cases. A couple weeks from now, as we're getting closer to Christmas, they rerun some of those same deals. Yeah. And it's without the, 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 a lot of the black. Now, you don't know if they are or they aren't. That's the problem. That's the whole thing. And a lot of times, got a lot of the frenzy. towards the end of the year, even, they'll run another sale because now they're getting ready to do inventory. And they don't right. want to count it. Because I know my, my birthday is in February. And I was constantly like, my mom would be like, I wanted to buy it, but they didn't, they're out of it. I'm like, how can they be? And they're like, they just didn't order it. And I'm like, ah, well, and Cyber Monday is here. Like it's, uh, you know, Cyber Monday will be here and there'll be a whole bunch of new deals for you out there. So kind of watch those things that, you know, don't buy stuff you don't need, you know, that's it. Everything I, cause I was tempted to buy another TV and I'm like, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Uh, The one I have downstairs is huge. Um, yes. Don't forget podcastingdeals.com. That's Daniel's website. Yeah. He does a great job. We yeah. mentioned that last week. He does a great job of, of tracking those things, um, and for us. They have insane deals now on what used to be big screen TVs, which are not, not that big compared to the, you know, side of your house size, uh, ultra 4k, ultra 4k. Yeah. And that was interesting. I saw, um, they were showing house of cards on a 4k in Best Buy and it's almost too clear. Like it's, it's like, wow, who needs, you know, that kind of clarity, but it was interesting, but, um, no, you need that kind of clarity. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's, yeah. it's pretty sweet. Uh, echoes right now, 3333. That's a cyber Monday deal. At oh, there you go. So you, what'd you pay? I paid one thirty nine. No, you bought the big one. I bought the big one, which is These actually much small. bigger than I thought. I mean, that thing's the size yeah. of a water bottle. I was like, holy cow. And it's loud. I went to, I was playing with the one in, in, uh, Best Buy. And was like, wow. Oh, here's the other thing. And again, how can I relate this to podcasting? Be ready with your elevator pitch and be ready to really bring out. So I'm I'm walking into Best Buy and there's a guy there from Google, you know, showing the new Google. What's it called? Google Home. Yeah. Google Home. That's the the competitor. And he's like, is there anything I can help you with? I said, uh, I thought he was a Best Buy guy. He goes, I'm here demonstrating the Google Home. And I said, oh, cool. I said, I actually just bought the competition. I said, but by all means, I said, uh, run that thing through its paces. Now, if I said that to you, what would you do? What you is just, that? You'd have some things on hand that you'd start saying. Right. This guy never, he, he was like, oh, let me explain how it's different than that. It's more intuitive. So if you say, you know, what's your favorite sports team? It's the Browns. And then you ask another question about football. It's going to think you're talking about the Browns still. It's that. And I'm like, great. Okay. He never talked to the thing. And I'm like, it was just, you know, it does this, it's cheaper, we have a sale. But, and I'm like, okay, well, what's it? And he never, you know, you can turn it into a wireless speaker, great. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's, 
make it jump through some nothing. I was like, wow. So finally I just say, hey, thanks for your time. And I walked away. And I was like, that was the worst presentation. He knew his product, but I want to see it dance. Well, that's because he's, I think, you know, in some of these, it's afraid you've, as I've mentioned, the one I have here, you have to, sometimes you have to say it twice. The the uh, dot, which is what I have here has, ooh. does not have all the same microphones as the, as Alexa does the full, the, the tall well, one. Well, the other thing I was, I was going to give him, I mean, I'm in the middle of a Best Buy on Black Friday, not exactly the quietest place on the planet. So I was like, I was waiting for him to go, well, I'll try, but realize there's a lot of noise. Speaking of that, I remember you, when you first got your echo, you said, don't buy the remote. Yes, don't buy the remote. Why is that? Well, the remote's good for one thing. You can take it in a separate room, control everything from your remote. You know, so like if you want to go into a different room and she can't hear you from there, right? You can turn off all the lights. Like you can get into bed and okay, because I might do I'll that because all the I, I yeah. thought I thought I'll probably keep it in my office because I'm in this office eighty percent of the time here. But yeah. if I'm in the kitchen and I want to add something to my grocery list. Right on, then that'd be great. I could grab this and go add, and it's only—it's just an extended mic, which, you know, eventually these things will all get small enough and cheap enough that they'll all be connected and they'll all be in every room, and you know, you just decide what to do with it. So it is interesting. Um, There's a cool website, uh, and and anyone that's into affiliate marketing, lend me your ears. It's one of those too good to be true kind of situations. It's a website called Kit. Dot com. Um, let me see if I can find my page. And what you can do, and they, it's like Amazon, it's um, eBay, I think, is another one. Yeah, I'm at kit.com slash podcast coach. Now, the thing that drove me nuts, and I hate that you have to sign up for places with either Facebook or um, Twitter, is it, it, I was, for whatever reason, logged into my old Twitter. And so it's, it's, tied to at learn to podcast, which is not the Twitter I'm using to. And I've emailed them and said, anyway, we can swap that out. And so far I've heard nothing from them. Uh, but it's pretty cool because you can go over, like I have a kit for solo podcaster doing interviews and I have another one for solo podcaster period. And it has an ATR, it has a shock mount and a, a pop filter. And I like the, the road PS a one I've seen it and I've seen the Heil, whatever it is, PLT two, um, and they're, they're almost identical. And so it's interesting. And what I don't get is they take not a zero. I'm like, Oh, they must take a percent. No. And they say like, what happens? How do you make money? They're like, well, sometimes people forget to put in, like they don't put in a link to the affiliate stuff. And I'm like, who is the moron not putting in their affiliate link? But if they don't, then they will substitute their affiliate link. And then they have a partner plan where you can sign up and it's not just these four people. It's like thousands of different places. It's kind of like a skim links kind of thing. And they may, they take 25% of that. And I was like, okay, but it was like, it's super easy. And then you can actually embed those links in your website. And I was like, Hmm, interesting. So that is, um, one of the things I have to do, Daniel, you can answer this. Um, I know Daniel uses easy Azon and you can sign up for the Canadian Amazon, the Brazilian, the UK Amazon. And I've never gone through that step. Um, is, is that worth doing? Cause on one hand it's free money. Um, but it, it's something I've never done, but I, I, what, cause what it does, if somebody clicks on it and they're not, 
you know, if they're not from the U.S., they're going to go to their Amazon store. Yeah, and, I did. I did Canada. And I just didn't have enough Canadian listeners. I think it just depends on your audience, you know, and, and what you get them to click. Wow. Uh, we had good, we had good numbers in, um, yeah, uh, you know, it depends on where your listeners are. Yeah, and, and what, what you're doing. If they'll if they'll use the can the Canadian and Daniel's case, it sounds like they're using the Canadian store. If they're doing that, yeah. um, my U.S. store was doing pretty well until they whacked me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon. It's all right. You know, it really. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. We, we, we don't, we don't need to go on. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, in unrelated matters, yes. uh, podcasters group therapy is back. I saw I did they, hear that. They published another episode. So I saw Nick out there earlier. Nick, welcome back. Yeah. I haven't listened I, all the way through, so I don't know if this will be the final, if this is their final episode. They said they're going to do one a year now. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I would love to know the stats of that. Like, in fact, I'm going to do one probably today or tomorrow. I haven't put out an episode of the Marketing Musician podcast since last November. So it's been a year, if not October. And I want to put out, and what was hilarious, it was a part one of an interview and I never published part two and nobody said, where's part two? Yeah. So I'm going to put that yeah. out just to see after a year, is anybody still subscribed? And I'm sure there are, but it'll be interesting to see what the drop is. I think sometimes less is more. I mean, like when I find when I don't, you know, I have this weekly newsletter that I mm -hmm. send out. And if I skip three or four weeks and then I put it out, I get the, the readers bump in numbers. They bump up a little bit. And it's almost like if you if you have too much, if you're too regular, if you're too consistent, they just get used to that. It's like the weekly drone. But then you, you drop off. Emily, it'd be, it'd be interesting to – Emily, you should jump in here if you can. Um, to see now that she's switched brands, what has she seen in her numbers? Because there was a lot of us that were like, hey, where 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 to go? You know, where'd your podcast go? We we really enjoyed it. It did, was a really good podcast. Did she announce podcast. on the old one that she was moving? Yes. So okay. in the old in the in the That's old cool. feed, there's now a, a video um, that it's it's you know she says, hey, this is what happened. We're moving over here. Come you know, come yeah. find me. That's cool. Uh, the story behind, and but it'd be interesting to see that very first episode or those first group episodes. <clears throat> those numbers may jump a little bit because everybody's like. Oh, I get it's it's back, you know, and um, and then it <clears throat> it settles back in. So I don't know. I I think there's something to sometimes we're so stuck on consistency, and I think it's good. Like you can't. I was podcasting on Thursday night. One of my listeners said, "Jim's the most consistent live podcaster I know," because every Thursday, except yesterday or last Thursday for Thanksgiving, <laughs> but yeah, every Thursday. There's something to that, but then there's sometimes taking a break and walking away and not putting out something and then coming back to it that sometimes lifts those numbers. Here's a, this was from a Facebook group, and I forgot to to copy the name of the person who asked that. So if that was you, I apologize. Is releasing episodes over Christmas a good idea? This time last year, I was feverishly working away on the website and not releasing episodes. If I want to keep on my schedule, I'll put on an episode on December 20th. How are downloads around this time? My podcast is very corporate. And I was like, that's an interesting question. Our what, numbers are dipping at Gallup. They dip <clears throat> during this time of year. Just our audience is busy. They're doing other things. You know, That's my whole thing. I was like, I, I don't, on one hand, part of me goes, are people that are now on vacation and sitting home, you know, are they just too busy to do anything? Or are they on a long trip to grandma's house? And they need something to listen to. 
Yeah. And I heard Todd say this too, or he wrote this in the Facebook group, you know, this is a good time to post because there are people who have time on their hands that are doing things. So I think the answer is yes to both, right? I mean, create, do what you need to do to begin with. I don't right. think it's a make or break. Like, I think right. if you take a break during this time, I don't think it's going to break yet. I think if you post during this time, I don't think you're going to see a record number of of listeners. And if you do, they're probably going to drop off once January hits and everybody has to go back to work. Yeah, Stephen uh, says uh, Todd Cochran responded to that saying, post, post, post. Yeah. And so that's me. I mean, that's why I do the whole my favorite podcast thing is so that I already have one in the can if I ever get to work on it. Um, Nick says content. It still comes down to content. That's like, it. If you're posting just to post. Yeah. You know, hey, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, we, we had nothing to talk about, but we, we we wanted to get a Thanksgiving post out. So here you go. Here you go. I'm thankful for you. Thanks. All right. See you uh, next week. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, I forget who it was. Somebody in the chat room said nobody studies English over Christmas. Uh, I forget what it is. The, the chat room is cruising right along here. Um, well, it's it's I think it's. For, for for most podcasters, I think it's one of those things, judge your audience. Like my tech guys have plenty of time during the holidays. So if I produced more content than less, I think they would listen to it. My coaches on, on the Gallup side, mm. man, they get super, I mean, they lock down. We see this in our Facebook groups and we see this in, in the other groups. During the holidays, they absolutely lock out. I mean, they are just not present. And so we could create tons of content. That when they would come back in January to work, so to speak, and we would have all this back content, a lot of it would never get consumed. They already complain I create too much content for them. So it's like, ah, you know, I can't listen to it all and some of it's going to get missed. So for us, we've done some analytics on our, on, our, on our coaches and they just stop during the holidays. So it doesn't, for us, it doesn't make sense to create more during this time or post more than this time. In fact, we slow down on the postings and our numbers slow down a little bit. So. That's. I think you got to know your audience, right? Right. Uh, Nick, we're just going to call him Nick, uh, says, I find it's helpful to be part of a network. He doesn't say why, but he actually does. It helps with cross-promoting and gives chances to guest host on other casts. Uh, this, is, this isn't the question. This is what somebody replied. I would look at some networks and see of if they seem like a good fit. I think that may be more important than size. I know I'm happy with the network. So somebody asked, basically, do you have to be on a network to be successful? And my answer was no. But I also answered, you might look at other podcasts that are similar to yours and reach out. And, you know, you don't have to be an official network. You might just want to cross promote other people on your show and have them do the same without actually going through the not that it's a hassle, but actually going through the formality of being a network that, that that may lead to being a network, but I don't think you have to be on a network to, uh, to be no, successful. I think it helps though. Yeah. I think it helps. We had, you know, we have the geeks network and, uh, that I'm a part of, and there's a couple shows in there. Many of them have kind of pod faded or pod stalled. Let's just put it that way. They haven't completely gone away, but they stalled a little bit. We brought a new member in and he saw, you know, he saw at least a 50% increase in his downloads because of, I think, because of the network. His numbers really spiked up and he was very appreciative. And now did we see, we lifted him. Did he lift us? Well, not so much, but that's okay. I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the network deal. And he's really, he's good. He creates a really, really good podcast. And I think in the future he will lift us or he'll, 
you know, he'll continue to lift us. Now that network is kind of stalled in itself a little bit and that the, the network owner's gotten a little bit busy. And I've, I've often thought, man, do I do something different? Stay with it. You know, can you be a member of multiple networks? Why not? Yeah. If it's okay. Right. You know, we don't have any ads that we do. I little, I do a little ad up front. You know, of course this podcast is part of the geeks network. You can find all this, these podcasts are many great more, many great more. What kind of sentence is that at the geeks <laughs> right? That's what we say all the time. So, um, the Potter and family seems to be a, a great network to be associated with. And that's just a hashtag basically. Right? I know, but it's, it's an association, right? They all support each other on Emily's podcast. I hear her talking about, she's got a little commercial that she does for all the other, not all, but many of the other podcasts. So that seems like that. See, that's always well. interesting because like, if, if like, I like, let's say we want to put this show on the quote Potter and family network. Like what's the criteria of that? You know what I mean? It's like, is there, cause I know some people are like, it's for smaller independent shows. I'm like, well, we're a smaller independent show at this point. And they're like, well, no, cause you're Dave and Jim. And it's like, well, so, so that's kind we of, we still weird. do less than a thousand downloads. Yeah, exactly. This, <laughs> yeah. this is mean, so niche. I mean, it's incredibly niche. Yeah. Chris makes a good point. He says, uh, unless you can bring up a reason not to be on a network. Yeah. If it's not hurting you, why not? It doesn't hurt. Well, it may require some things, though. This is where it could hurt. Yeah. Is it could require you do some things that don't necessarily fit your niche. You know, it may require you to advertise in a certain way. It may require you to run an ad or mm-hmm. to share where you're paying to be on the network or because that's happened. I've seen that. So, Chris, I, you're right in yeah. that. But, you know, your mileage might vary. Check all the details of a network before right. you join them. Speaking of that. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time. So, and that's not real. It's a network, but all that is is because people go, you don't promote your other stuff. And I'm like, I do. It's that is promoting my other stuff. If you want to see the rest of Dave's stuff, go over to powerpodcasting.com and, and do that. Ooh, the RE320 is on sale, Daniel says. Uh, drop the link, Daniel. I'm going to say, let's throw that amp, uh, get your. Uh, don't uh that got everybody's attention we're all like ooh <laughs> uh that's interesting. hey the other thing we should do speaking of uh speaking of playing happy music which we're not we are now um we want to say uh thank you to all of our awesome supporters including stargate pioneer from betterpodcasting.com glenn the geek from horse radio network he's getting ready to do his big um uh holiday extravaganza thing uh jim cullison as he messes up his own co-host name jim cullison from the average guy.tv uh alan meisner from older fitness barry kessler and uh where are they frank briel and dale henninger uh josh rivers from uh creative studio.academy and you know what we're just reading them all today why not it's christmas uh cauldron's crypt uh kale nelson from ham radio 360 adam waddell uh, Mike from ADHDThinkTank.com, Kim Slusher from Distracted Life Podcast, Jeremy Dennis from JeremyDennis.net, Rob Griffiths from uh, Bedtime.fm, Corey from Ivy Envy, uh, Emily from, oh, help me, Emily, because I still have your old email. Story, at, behind. Story behind. Story Behind, that's right. Story Behind Podcast.com, I believe. Uh, Gary from KiwiMana.co.nz, Jason Bryant right. from Matt Talk Online. David Wilson, uh, the Seahawkers podcast, uh, Craig from Inglaze podcast, and uh, and you, future episode contributor. Go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome and uh, 
in the Magic Garden. Also, Jim is rocking out on his... Uh, I did see a thing. I wish I was going to bring that over and I forgot to bring it. So thank you for all of our supporters uh, and help keeping the lights on and uh, things of that nature. There was a really cool thing on a Facebook ad. And I, I was like, it was something like Smove, S-M-O-V-E. And it's just, you cl- fits any phone and you literally can sit here and go like this and it's stable. Right. And it was mm-hmm. real. I didn't see the price of it. That was like, Ooh, I need to look on that later. And, uh, it was I saw a, it on Facebook. Pretty cool. I saw it on Facebook and I was like, Ooh, I need to look at that later. And then I didn't, uh, didn't, I didn't look at it later. And I was like, Ooh, that was cause I remember thinking of the thing you showed the little clip on thing. I'm like, Ooh, that's kind of that. Uh, these, these are awesome. Yeah. These. It's kind of like that on steroids. Yep. Cause so yep. if you're, these are these are super simple. Drop the phone in, twist it, or tune it. In the case of a ukulele, right? Tune it, and then uh, you're 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 off and running. I used this at work the other day. I was I did a Facebook Live before our regular show just to kind of see what numbers I'd I'd get, and boom, super easy. Um, Chris Mack asked, "Is there a way for someone to set up a podcast recording template for me with an intro and outro uh, music, please, so I can just record my podcast with the template?" Here's the easiest way to do this, uh, Chris, is make your first episode. So, you know, add your intro, add the fade if there's one, add your outro, and then have your, you know, your your meat sandwich, your your content in the middle, if that's the way it is. And then save that as like episode one, then go in and delete your content. So now you just got your intro and outro and do a save as, not a save, do a save as and call it like my podcast underscore blank. And then every time you're ready to go, just open that one up. And the key is to use save as. There is a, a thing in Adobe Audition where you can actually make a template. And I forget how to go in. You click blah, 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 open template. And that way you don't accidentally save over it. But that's the easy way to uh, to do in that. In Windows, I'd put that in its own folder, including all the music or yep. whatever you're using. I would put that in that folder. And not that. don't let that be the sole location for that music. Make sure it's somewhere else as well. But, as well. but have it there. Because if you move that music around, you know, I've done some templating. And you then you decide to change where your folder locations are. Yep. And, of course, then it can't find it. Because it's going dynamically out to grab that each time in a lot of cases. So. Just bring it, take copy and paste it into that folder. Have everything in your template in that folder that you're going to use. And, uh, and that way you can, you know where everything's at. Yeah. And then um, John Winningham asks, has anyone had any success getting their podcast on Spotify? And we haven't talked about this in a while. They are very, 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 very picky about what gets into Spotify and when you're in there. Now, again, I have a, a pretty niche show, a podcast about podcasting and I, I get maybe I'm trying to log into my stats now as we speak, but I'm going to say, I'm going to guess I get less than 20 downloads an episode. If that, because a it's in my opinion, not that easy to find a podcast. In fact, I think it's not in, if you go to the Spotify like front page and I think it's shows is what they call them. Um, it's not, I don't have a, like everybody else has their album art there. Mine, you have to search for the school of podcasting to find it. Yeah. Here's my, uh, here's my stats. Uh, five, six, seven, 10, eight, nine, 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 13. Woo. And 11. So again, that's 13 people. I'll take it. But it's really, really picky. Now, I know from what Rob has said, there are some people that are having tons of success with Spotify, but I am 
Uh, not one of them, but I don't blame that on Spotify. I blame that on, I, I think if I was a music show, I'd be probably killing it over there. Cause that kind of ties in better. Um, so that's a, that's a question that comes up from time to time. And it is kind of a bummer that, you know, as 2016 kind of rolls out, we've all been kind of hoping that they would kind of loosen the floodgates over there. And they really, my, my advice is the same thing of owning your own URL, owning your own website, own your own MP3s. Don't let them change them. Own your own app. That's what I'm going to add to this. Don't be dependent on a Spotify or a Spreaker or those are all great places to have it, but I build your own app. If you can, I, you know, I've done the $99 version at, mm-hmm. at Spreaker and I've been really, really happy with that for me. That works out really well. And I get the number of hits I want off of it and it's sponsored. So it's not like it's coming out of my pocket, but I, I think he, I, to, the day is, the day is here. And I think it's important in one form or fashion, you have your own app and get, get, it's great that we have podcast app and native apps on iTunes and in Google play <clears throat> allegedly. And so, you know, but own that thing because and then I, you know, I, I point home gadget geeks over to my app. Hmm. And so if I, people want to get the app, that's, that's where it makes the most sense is go to homegadgetgeeks.com and get the app. I just, I think it's one of those things. I think we're there. I think we're finally there. Own your own app. You'll have listeners that will want to that and then figure out ways to deliver great content through it. In, In my case, my app with Spreaker streams awesome my live show and so folks can't make the live show and they're on the road they can listen to it on my app and not have to dig around you've you've tried to figure out dave how to find you've tried to find a live show when you're on the road on your phone it's just a mess yeah my listeners know now hey they're on the road they're in an airport on a thursday night whatever um i get a lot of folks who travel they're like yeah i just listen to you on spreaker and i get 10 or 15 live listens a week on that uh through that spreaker app so i think the time is now own your own app yeah, and Daniel uh, from the Audacity to Podcast says App Presser is offering a big sale currently. And then uh, Ron wants to know: Do you have to yes. host on Spreaker to to use yep. their app? Yeah, you do. Same yeah. thing and, with Libsyn. Okay, but I, I have their free. Well, it's not free. I, right. I got in on the iHeartRadio I deal, so it's still free to me. But yes, you have to have a plan that allows you. You have to upload your stuff to them for them to do that. And I, every single show, I play in the live content to Spreaker. Yeah, I forget. It's awesome. I can't. I cannot say enough good things about where the Spreaker space is. When we think about being able, if you're going to do live at all and you want to do live audio, man, I cannot think of too many more, um, too many more companies that are doing live right. Another place you can go to make your own app, and I actually was looking at this, going, hmm, uh, Mobamatic. If you go to weeklywebtools.com/slash/mobamatic, um, that is an affiliate link. And I found out about this place, and it's kind of one of those where it's like, if if I was a web developer, I would probably throw this in the toolbox because I watched the video. It is drag and drop easy to make your own app. And the idea is you then turn around and you could do this for clients. So if you had somebody who says, hey, I want you to build my website, but I also need an app, you could easily make your own app. And I'm trying, this is, uh, oh, geez, here we go. $67 per month. So, but if you were to able, if you're able to sell that, because you can, I mean, when you go to have somebody make an app, it's like a grand, easy, a lot of times. And that's where the apps from Spreaker and, and Libsyn and some of these other places are pretty handy because, you know, you pay the 99 bucks and then they do base. It's a, on one hand, it's a cookie cutter app, but it does everything you want it to do for the most part. Um, and then you don't have to worry when iOS updates, you don't have to deal with it. 
Yeah, I've been I've been on Spreaker's app for two years now, and it's my second year of it. And God, I just I love it. I love having my own app. It, it creates a you know, you get you have an icon on on the desktop and or on the phone top, whatever you call it thing, and you and it's just it's just a great thing to have. Yeah. So and then Nick asked Spreaker stats versus Lipson stats. I don't know Lipson stats, but uh, I use the Spreaker stats solely at work for and that you know they give you downloads, live listens, and streamed. Yeah. Uh, off the site. Good enough for me, Nick, and what I do at work, and everybody takes them as the truth. So pretty good from that standpoint. I think Spreaker's got some pretty good stats. They do, actually. I'm trying to find – I had a – okay, yes. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. This is actually old. It's a link to YouTube or SoundCloud versus Blueberry versus versus Lipson. Versus Podbean. So there's no Spreaker stats in that. Doggone it. All right. Well, I thought I had the right thing. Um, I thought I had a a video. That well, shows they've it. got, I mean, from their, from their standpoint, I mean, they, they have month, they have every six months, they have every week and every day. So they have the, those, they have those bar charts, which I really like. They've got a geo, they've got it by device. They have it um, so location, device, by show. What I love about Spreaker is you can have multiple shows on one account. Super easy, same yeah. price. Yep. Um, that's where it's different than Lipson. And um, you get, you know, we every time we create a new show at Gallup, I just kind of pilot it in Spreaker first on its own channel. And we, you know, we get some good, um, I get some good numbers off of it then. And it just gives me a lot of flexibility. Uh, Spreaker also has a brand new CMS. Oh, man, it's nice. It is. So much better than the other one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. you know what? That'll be a cool thing. What we'll do is we'll start uh, putting a bow on this one. And that'll be something we can talk about in the uh, in the post show. Uh, which, you know what? The one thing I hate about Fire Talk that I would like on Google Play is when you share your screen, the shared screen part is 25% of the screen. So what I did in Camtasia is I zoomed in on the part that was that, and it still looks like caca. So when I share my screen here, it's like, ick. Um, in fact, I might fire up Camtasia and take a screen recording of us doing the fire talk. So it'll be kind of hmm. that whole nine yards. We'll see if that works. Who knows? It, it'll probably, uh, who knows? We'll, we'll find out what happens. Um, but yes, post show is coming up. And uh, next week is December 3rd. So any anything coming up, Jim? That's uh, no, I'm good. I'm good all the way through Christmas. We'll have to deal with Christmas, right? Because we got Christmas Eve on a Saturday this this year, I think. Let's see. We got the third, the tenth, the seventeenth. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve and Christmas. So we can talk about Christmas uh, Eve day. Uh, no, no problems by me doing it the morning of Christmas. Yeah, Eve. me neither. That's it's like, okay. yeah. So we'll probably be here and getting ready to get Saturday ready. mornings are pretty easy, except when you have work that's in the way. Yeah. So, so yeah, we will be here. You know, yeah, because I'll even be back. I'm going to to um, Florida in December for the uh, Tampa oh, nice. Bay business owners. I'm going down to talk a little podcasting down there. So that'll be cool. And um, on Xmas Eve, haha, exactly. So we're here every Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Jim, what's coming up on uh, Ask the Podcast Coach or on, took, uh, on uh, the Average yeah. Guy TV over there? Home Gadget Geeks. We we took uh, last Thursday off, but we've got some great guests coming up, including in two weeks. Uh, LastPass is coming on; they're our primary sponsor. So I'm gonna come come on and talk about what's going on there. So nice, and I'll be uh, interviewing Michael O'Neill from the Solopreneur Hour this week on the School of Podcasting. So 
We'll see you next week. And we hit stop.